Maurice Sendak was born on June 10, 1928, into two worlds at once. He lived with his family in Brooklyn, New York. There he ran wild with the gang of children on his block. He went to see movies like The Wizard of Oz and Walt Disney's Pinocchio, and he read all the comic books he could get his hands on. On special occasions, he crossed the river from Brooklyn into Manhattan with its skyscrapers, bright lights, and flashing signs. But just as real to him was the world that his parents, Philip and Sadie, came from. They were both born in Poland, in little Jewish villages called shtetls. Shtetls. Shtetl is Yiddish for little town. The shtetls of Eastern Europe were close-knit Jewish villages. Even in the 20th century, the people still lived much the way their ancestors had. They kept farm animals for food, so goats, ducks, and chickens ran around on the dusty roads. Most people worked as tradesmen or craftsmen, shopkeepers, cobblers, tailors. The most important people in the village were wise old men who spent their lives in the Jewish temple studying sacred works. Maurice's mother's father had been one of these scholars. As a child, Maurice thought his grandfather's picture looked exactly like God. His father loved to tell stories from the old country. There were scary legends about demons, graveyards, and children who got lost in the forest and died. Sometimes his father took stories from the Bible and changed them to make them more exciting. Maurice got in trouble when he retold these stories at school. Maurice's sister, Natalie, was nine when he was born. She had to take care of baby Maurice, or Murray, as he was called. She had to schlep me everywhere, and she hated it, Maurice remembered. Sometimes she would fly into frightening rages. His brother Jack was five years older than him and was his closest friend. The two of them spent a lot of time together in their room, drawing and making models. Until he was about six, Maurice was sick a lot. Several times he almost died. Once his grandmother tried to save him by following an old Jewish tradition. She dressed him up all in white so the angel of death would think he was already an angel and leave him alone. While he was sick, he watched the world through his window. One of his earliest memories was of his grandmother opening and closing the window shade for him as if it were a theater curtain. The window became my movie camera, my television set, he said. So happy memories are being indoors, looking out windows. He used to draw what he saw through his window and turn it into stories. Maurice didn't write the stories. That was Jack's job. Maurice illustrated them. The brothers would perform their stories for guests. Years later, when they were adults, Jack and Maurice Sendak published two books together. Outside on the street, Maurice became the storyteller. Because he was sick so much, he wasn't good at sports, but he made himself important by telling the other children stories. I would get them all on the stoop and I would tell them the movie I had seen, he told an interviewer at the Rosenbach Museum, and then I'd invent parts of the movie, especially gruesome parts. Maurice had a lot of movie stories to tell. 
On Fridays, the local movie theater gave away free dishes. Maurice's mother wanted to collect the whole set of dishes, so they went to the movies every Friday. The Sendak children didn't have any children's books. Mostly, Maurice read comic books. His first real book was a gift from his sister for his ninth birthday. It was a beautiful edition of Mark Twain's The Prince and the Pauper. He fell in love with the book. He stared at it for hours, then he smelled it. He was used to comic books printed on cheap, pulp paper. So to Maurice, this book smelled very elegant. He even tried to bite it. Finally, he sat down and read it.